Excellence Expected, the inspirational business advice podcast. Hey, 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 welcome to Excellence Expected with me, Mark Asquith. All right, guys, first of all, thank you so much for choosing to press that play button. And this week, I have a real treat in store for you. It's something that I've actually never done before. It's something that I was in equal parts nervous and equal parts excited about. This week, I'm co-hosting my own show. That's right, co-hosting Excellence Expected with the fantastic Remy Chausset from the Get Unstuck podcast. Now, the way this works is we recorded this podcast a few weeks ago now, and it's all about getting unstuck. It's all about moving forward, moving past the obstacles that are holding you back and really becoming yourself again. Because frankly, we all end up in that rut, don't we, guys? And sometimes we just need a bit of a kick up the backside to get out of it. So we have six pieces of high quality advice that myself and Remy will share with you throughout this episode. Now, the main content of this episode will be published over at Remy's podcast as well. So head on to iTunes and check out the Get Unstuck podcast. All of the content that I'm publishing here will be published there as well. And what I've done is I've spliced the interview in between this intro and, of course, my usual outro that you guys are so used to hearing. So here we go. Enjoy the show. And I'd love to hear your feedback. See you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Mark Asquith from Excellence Expected. So pleased to introduce today my co-host. Hi, my name is Raimi, like Do Raimi. I'm a best-selling author and creator of the Get Unstuck Revolution. And today, Mark and I are going to co-host this episode. For those of you who have ever said, I'm stuck, and no matter what I do, I can't seem to get out of it. Because when you're feeling stuck and can't seem to find your breakthrough, it becomes very distracting, don't you think, Mark? Oh, it's so frustrating, isn't it? And sometimes you don't know where to turn. Sometimes you don't know where the best use of your time is. It's so difficult sometimes to just get your head out of the sand and say, well, look, guys, this is what I need to do. So what a powerful topic. Yeah, let's, uh, let's explore that. Yeah, so if this describes you, that you've tried everything and you're still stuck, I want you to take a moment to write down your biggest challenge that you're experiencing right now. And let's see if we can make some headway on it today. And by the way, I'm bringing in three of my best tips and Mark is bringing in three of his best tips. Uh, And for mine, they come from an incredible little program, excuse me, that you can find at getunstuckecourse.com. I want you to have the resource where this is coming from. I'll tell you more about that later, but let's dig in and get started. Are you ready, Mark? Absolutely. Let's do this. Cool. So my first tip that I'd like to bring to everyone is that doubt always has a message about your own values. Doubt always has a message about your own values. So being stuck and doubt, the two seem to go hand in hand. When you're feeling stuck, obviously there's some doubt that exists or there wouldn't be a challenge, right? You'd know exactly what to do. You'd take whatever steps were necessary and suddenly you just wouldn't be stuck at all. 
But that's exactly the point. Even when you're filled with some kind of internal doubt, some kind of angst, some kind of pain, you aren't as lost as you think you are. Usually, you already know the answer on the inside. Because haven't you ever looked back and said, I knew it. (laughs) So why don't we know it now? Or at least why don't you know you know it now? Well, there are a couple of possibilities. It could be that you just aren't ready to confront it yet. Maybe you need more emotional preparation to be ready to do whatever it is that you need to do. Or it could be that you just can't see it yet. You feel questions and doubts. You hear that voice that says something's not right. Things should be different, but you can't quite put your finger on it. Well, when that happens to you, when you think, gosh, something's not right, that's a red flag that there's a hidden message for you to discover. Doubt always has a hidden message about your own values. So don't let the doubt set in, dig deeper, and look for the message. Even if one part of you can't see the truth in a situation, and we're going to talk about more about truth in a minute, Mark. Absolutely, yeah. Truth is a big, big thing to focus on. It's a big, big thing. So even if one part of you can't see the truth, there's another part of you that can. So you have all these amazing, powerful parts of you just waiting to be put to work. It's like having your own inner board of directors. So go find that part of you that can see the truth. Now, I asked you a minute ago to think of an area where you're feeling stuck. And so I have a little exercise for you. And this, again, this comes from my program called GetUnstuckEcourse.com. But I want you to think of that area where you're feeling stuck and ask yourself what your doubts are. You're going to be saying things like, I'm not sure about, I don't know what to do about, I can't quite figure this out, I'm really confused about, right? These are the doubts that will be floating around in your head. So ask yourself, are those doubts showing you a message about your own values? Are your doubts showing you a message about your own values? So, Mark, what do you think about this? I know there are lots of values exercises out there on the Internet that people can Google. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's one of those things there where you're absolutely right. We have so many doubts inside of our own minds. But the one thing that we don't do, the one thing that we don't really listen to all that much is that real true intuition that intuition that we all have inside of us. You know, and most people term it the old gut feeling. And I think it's something that you learn to listen to the more you become to trust it. And I think it's so, so important to just sit back and say, look, strip away everything external, strip away everything, all of the fears around perception, take away all of that and say, what does my honest intuition and gut tell me? And there, it will always reflect the doubts that you have because, as you said there, you you know, you do absolutely, absolutely know what is right for you. And you just doubt your own mindset. And I think if you listen to that intuition, listen to the gut and learn to lean on that in the times that are really, really the darkest times that you can face, that will serve you so, so well, won't it? You know, having that gut yep. feeling, the intuition, so important. Yeah, I used to have a friend who would sit me down and say, now, Ramey, tell the truth, be honest. That was his favorite phrase, tell the truth, be honest. And every time I would say, uh, he'd say, okay, now there's a doubt right there. Let's flesh out the truth on that. Um, <laughs> That's really, really interesting. I mean, yeah. yeah, the idea that, you know, even a pause in conversation is, is just so telling of what's going on inside. And I love that. I love that idea. Yeah. So let me uh, slip in my tip number two, uh, and everyone, please keep your area where you're feeling stuck in mind, and and we're going to move on to the second tip, and that is, when you're stuck, you already have the resources you need, and often, it's one of your own values. 
when you're stuck, you already have the resources you need. And often that resource is one of your own values. So sometimes when we feel stuck, we need a special tool to get us out, kind of like we'd need a shovel to dig us out if we get stuck in quicksand. So whatever tool you need to get out of your stuckness is already there. The trick is it might not be a physical tool like a shovel. It might be something completely different and maybe even unexpected. So how do you know which tool you need to dig you out of the stuckness you're in? Well, you start by reevaluating your environment and thinking about the nature of the stuckness. And then consider your resources, all of them within your environment, and how you might be able to use them to get out of your stuckness. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's consider a scenario that will hopefully help it make sense. And I use this one fairly often. Let's say that you're stuck in a locked room, trapped in a jail of sorts. Can you imagine yourself there? No windows, no trap door in the ceiling, just a locked door in front of you. Now you think naturally that the object is to get out of the room and your first assumption would probably be that you need a key. But what if there is no key? What else might help get you out? Another person, a written plan, a tool you can make yourself, using the power of your mind to see the doors unlocked or to envision it as non-existent, what resources are there that you maybe aren't even considering? Because ironically, the trap that you're in right now, today, in present time, that thing that's making you feel stuck, is actually the very key to your exit. Now, I didn't mean to go all zen on you right there, so let me tell you what I mean by that. When you're stuck, the real key is to remember your own assets, your own value, and to use your resourcefulness to take stock of your situation and figure out what it is that you really need to get past it. Maybe it's a physical tool, like a, couple, a shovel or a key, or maybe it's knowledge or an instinct that you already have inside of you. Maybe it's a mentor who can partner with you and help you see your situation in a whole new way. Maybe it's an energy that comes naturally to you, like optimism. Maybe it's a truth. Here we are with that truth word again, Mark. <laughs> it's going to keep coming up. It's going to keep coming up. So when you feel stuck, ask yourself, what are my assets? What's the truth? And instead of looking at the problem as a problem, consider that the problem isn't really there at all. It's simply there to push you to develop a skill, to align your values, or to call on a resource you'd forgotten you had. So the problem is an illusion. It really isn't there at all. It simply exists to push you to develop the resources you'd forgotten you had. And so your exercise in this, as you reflect on this place where you feel stuck, is to ask, what are my assets and how can I use them to get unstuck? Mark, it's what do you think? So, absolutely. You so, so powerful. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's it's so easy to take for granted what we have inside of our own minds. It's, I mean, at the end of the day, we have created something. To get to the point where we are stuck, we have created something that has got so big that it's gotten on top of us. And to get to that point, we have everything that we need. You're absolutely right. But we take that for granted. It's so easy to forget, frankly, how good we are at what we do. And just sitting back and reflecting. And, you know, I love the visualization exercise there and digging out what is already in your mind and repurposing that to allow you to pivot and change and move out from that stuckness is so, so powerful. But we just, we all at times do forget what we already know. That is so, so powerful. And you know, you're so right when you say we've created something that got us stuck. And I don't know about you, but what I find with my own clients and people in my workshops is that they dishonored one of their values. And that's the point they became stuck. 
that's really interesting, actually, yes, because that's something that I think we all see. You know, the more businesses that we come across, the more clients that we come across, the more entrepreneurs that we speak to. If you were to categorize their own self-confessed biggest failures, a lot of them are because they didn't stand true to why they were actually doing this in the first place. So that that is such a valid point, absolutely. Yeah. So that brings me to my third tip, and then we'll turn the uh, the conversation over to you, Mark. And that third tip is that you already know what's right for you. You already know. And so I hope these two exercises I've already given you have gotten the juices flowing, and I want to leave you with one final thought about leadership. This is really a lesson about leadership, especially if you ever question your leadership roles in life. You know, in my own journey, I had lost who I was. I had lost all my energy, including my own natural energy. I had lost my values as well as my identity. And this is how I got hopelessly, painfully, and deeply stuck. And it took me years to get out of it, I tell you. But I'm sure you can relate to this because it's a battle cry that I hear often. And so in my own story, it's interesting to me that I began to have some dysfunction on the left side of my body. Now, you may have heard me tell this story before, but I got one of those little nail salon infections on my left foot. Then I had trouble with my left ankle. I had sciatica on my left side. I had an old neck injury on my left side that flared up. I had a broken tooth on the left side of my mouth, bursitis in my left shoulder. I mean, it sort of became ridiculous after a point. Like what else could go wrong with the left side of my body? And being a student of Louise Hay, I did a lot of study on what all these things could mean and what they all had in common. And what kept coming up over and over again was my own female energy. Now, this always puzzled me because I'm such a girly girl with my shoe obsession and my passion for fashion. But then one day it occurred to me, I had dropped my leadership, my ability to lead, even to lead myself. Now, you'll hear a common thing throughout everything that I teach, and that's the idea that you already know what's right for you. You already know. Think about that. What does that mean to you? So the idea is, if you aren't leading your life, then who is? Now, I know we could get into an entire conversation about spirituality right here, but I'm just talking about who's running your day-to-day actions, if not you. You have to be the leader in your own life and your own universe, and that includes all the people around you. So always remember that there are people around you who need to be led. If you're going to inspire others, if you're going to bring your vision to life and live on purpose, remember that you are a leader. And every time that you're in your power, just notice that there are people around you who are wanting to be led. They're praying to meet you and learn from you. So when you get this concept, this will change your life in every way you can imagine, from your kids to your coworkers to your mastermind partners. And this is where I had fallen down in a major way because I considered myself a partner in my different ventures. But at heart, I'm a leader. See the difference? So ask yourself this question and be very, very honest. Are you destined to be a leader in this life? Is this your truth? Because if so, then you have to own that. If you take on the perspective of partnership, which is certainly appropriate in many situations, never forget that you're a leader at the same time. That's what makes a partner so valuable. So what happens is when we give our power away, we literally leak our power. And we do this when we hope to make a good impression. We hope to create success, but we forget our role of leader and we mistakenly assume that we need the other person. To that degree, we lose ourselves. So just remember that people get frustrated with their challenges, and they also have insecurities and fears, and it's our job to lead them with our energy and our strengths. They look to us for that. 
So I can't stress how important this is. I'm sure you see it too, Mark, to remember that you are a leader and this is truly something to embrace. In fact, a while ago when I told you how everything was going wrong with my left side, that was my final lesson, the one with my shoulder, to embrace with my shoulders and my arms, to embrace the idea that I'm a leader. And ever since then, haven't had one single thing go wrong with my left side. Really, so, really, really, yes, really powerful. We're kind of kindred spirits in this area, right, Mark? It's unbelievable, you know, the, the, yeah. the idea that you step forward and take control of actually what you already have inside of you is so, so vital to not only the business world, but as you said there, your entire life, it will change your life and stepping up and realizing, I've just gone through that kind of evolution myself, I guess, over the last couple of years and, and wow, it's so much clearer and everything's so much more open and vibrant and happy and just, that's just come from saying, well, look, it's all right to be a leader. It's all right to make decisions. And if they're not right, we'll fix it. That is so important, I think. You know, that feeling of, of being vibrant and feeling happy, uh, to me, that's like the oxygen mask. And so if, you're, if your truth is that you're a leader, put that oxygen mask on. That's going to bring that vibrancy and that happiness. So I want to turn things over to you, Mark, uh, and just remind everyone these tips that I've given you are from the getunstuckecourse.com. Uh, you can feel free to visit that website for more information, or my website is the getunstuckrevolution.com. So let me turn the, uh, the controls and the reins over to Mark, and uh, I want to hear more about what you have to say about getting unstuck. Well, thank you, Remy. That's, that is so insightful. I mean, it's, for the listeners out there, so much value and so powerful. So please do, guys, check it out. Absolutely check it out. And just building on everything that you said there, Remy, I'm going to pull three different pieces of advice uh, from something that I really focus on, which is uh, very recently I put together an ebook called The Essential 14-Day Guide to Cutting Your Working Hours and Increasing Your Impact, which I will talk a little bit more about later. But really, that book came from the perspective of me being stuck. I had to get out of the rut that I found myself in a couple of years ago. And as you said there, Amy, you know, really embrace that leadership, really embrace that it's all right to, to have this stance in business and in life. And that's just who I am. And my three pieces of advice really focus on looking inward, absolutely aligned with everything that you've just said there. So the first one is... If you find yourself stuck, the easiest thing to do is to do what you enjoy because that will make you feel like you're moving forward and you're being productive. But actually, that can be really, really damaging. It can be really, really difficult to see that you're not making any forward motion. All you're doing is enjoying yourself, which is fantastic in the right circumstance. So my first piece of advice is, look, if you are stuck, if you're thinking, look, I don't know where to go, I don't know where to turn, the easiest thing to do, focus on what is important to the business and to you, not on what is interesting. So for me, as an example, I used to absolutely adore being a coder. I'm a big geek and I love coding things, <laughs> building things and bringing things to market and seeing them flourish and grow into something that I've created. That's what interested me. And actually, when you sat there and you're having a bit of a bad time at work, you're really struggling with the business, it's really important that, yes, okay, I love this coding, but actually, that's not going to get me out of this rut. It's just a false truth that makes me feel like I'm being useful to my own business and to myself. And actually, the minute that you step away from that and make lists and make 
make notes of actually what do I do with my time, what's important and what is interesting. The minute you focus on the important, the strides that you will take become huge and suddenly you're, you're clawing yourself out of that rut very, very quickly because you're actually doing what's right for you, for the business and for everyone around you. So the first piece of advice that I would give is focus on the important and not merely the interesting. Is that something, Remy, that you've found, you know, do you find yourself slipping into that at times yourself? Oh, I, I totally agree. You know, I was listening to, uh, I think it was Danielle Laporte uh, recently, where she said the thing about discipline is that it destroys all creativity. And so, the, you know, we can swing on the pendulum at the extremes where we're just looking at what's enjoyable, doing what's fun and not focusing on the interesting uh, or, or on an excuse me, on the important, but we can swing the totally the other way and become so focused on the importance and so disciplined that we lose our creativity. So, yeah, I think that's, that's very important not to uh, focus merely on the industry, on the interesting. I agree. It's, it's so, it's so easy to slip. As you say, I love the idea of the pendulum, you know, being at either extreme and not actually finding any happy medium, which actually leads me on to my second piece of advice, because when you do have your head down, and you are so disciplined and you are focusing so, so much on what you feel is important to the business, sometimes, because you're not doing what's interesting to you, you actually lose the why. You know, mm. we talk to people like Simon Sinek, we talk to people like Bill Bottomley, we talk to all sorts of different people about the why, and it's so vital. So my second piece of advice is if you are stuck in a bit of a rut and you want to become unstuck but you don't know where to turn, take some time out. Lock yourself in a room, get yourself your favorite drink and actually sit back and say, look, let me reassess why I am doing this. What is my why? And there are two things that will normally come out of that. If you look back at when you began the business or the venture that you're currently stuck in, you will either see that your why is the same, but you're not sticking to it. As you said earlier, Remy, you know, you perhaps... One of your values has disappeared or you've diluted some of your ethics because a client has demanded it or a business change has demanded it. And actually, your why remains the same. But natural circumstances around you have forced you to deviate from that path. And if you can, come back to that why. Trim the extraneous work or the extraneous problems and just say, well, look, I'm not simply not doing this anymore because it doesn't fit with what I'm doing. And suddenly things line up again. You feel like yourself. You feel as if you can make the great strides forward that you know that you've made in the past. So if your why is the same and you haven't changed, be sure that you're staying true to that. Make sure you are sticking to it. But actually, there is a second variation on that because if your why has naturally changed, that's all right. We all have to change. We have to pivot. We have to react to market situations, external influences. And actually, our own personalities do change. We change as people so, so, so rapidly that actually it sneaks up on us. So if your why has naturally changed, that's all right. But be sure that you're entirely dedicated to that new version of you. Don't still hang on to the outdated version of your vision because you will be able to focus neither on the old version nor on the new version. So you need to really focus. Make sure that you're very clear on why you are doing what you're doing and be true with yourself. That's that word truth again, Remy. It always comes back to that and allow yourself to 100% focus on 
the exact why. And it's back to that confidence, I think, Remy, isn't it? You know, having that why so clear, but having the confidence to embrace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be something very emotional. Like I, like some people do everything for their kids. That's their why. And other times it can just relate to a simple objective. You know, I, I used to live in a condo when I lived in Texas that was all glassed in to this beautiful bio, had glass ceiling and everything. My landlord lived just below me. And he had bought both condos because someday he knew he wanted to open them up to be a single townhome. But until he did that, he was going to rent out that upper unit. And then a couple of years went by and he ended up uh, getting married. And I was so stunned when he served me with a you have to move notice. And he shrugged and he said, my objectives changed. And so you have to move with your objectives. And sometimes your why does change if you get fixed on any one idea or somebody else's idea, which is even more dangerous. Uh, things get stale really, really fast. Absolutely. And again, another fantastic segue into my next uh, my next piece of advice, actually. And that is not focusing elsewhere. So be honest with yourself. If you're stuck, sometimes it's so difficult to sit back and say, I am stuck, and actually admit that to yourself. It's back to the word truth. Be honest with yourself and don't worry about external perceptions. Don't focus on looking over the fence at the competition. Don't focus on what your friends and your family and and those same comp- uh, competitors will think if you decide to change or simply stop what you're doing to reassess. There's no shame in that, but by being honest with yourself, you actually allow yourself to move past that fear of judgment. And again, just like focusing on your why and focusing on the important, the moment that you realize it's all right to be honest with yourself and it's all right to admit that you stopped and that you are changing and you're reassessing, Life. You know where I've had my biggest breakthroughs, Mark, is when I sit down with a journal page and at the top of the page I write down the truth is and I start filling up the page. Wow. <laughs> the truth is that's where I have my biggest, biggest breakthroughs. I, I'll often do that late at night before I go to bed. I would imagine as well that really clears you down, Remy. You can, you it know, really you can, clears me down, yeah. You can concentrate on actually resting, which is something <laughs> that it, it comes quite tough to a lot of us, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If, if there are people in my life I can't tell the truth to or I can't say it in front of people, by gosh, it's on paper. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And that, it just highlights, guys, you know, if you are sat there and you're just wondering where to turn next, I love the idea of, of, of really articulating it just to yourself. You know, the truth is that is so powerful. And just being honest with yourself and actually having the confidence, again, back to the confidence and the truth, two yeah. powerful words, and just realizing it's all right. People do People won't mind. Your friends and your family are there to support you. And frankly, competitors, if anyone looks at you from a competition perspective, who cares? Mm-hmm. You're not treading their path. Tread your own path. Tread your conference. own. And yeah, you'll have to face it one way or the other at the pearly gates or uh, <laughs> in the next time you get stuck because you didn't follow your truth. <laughs> that is absolutely right. You can't escape your own destiny and your own fate. That is something that's really interesting. And as I say, just to close on that point, just be honest with yourself. There's no shame in failure and opening up to discuss that failure with the people around you that can support you. So open up and be honest. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess my closing thought would be there's no such thing as an obstacle, only an opportunity to create. So create what you want. Love that. That is such a good way to close the show. (laughs) Well, I love co-hosting with you today and that is the truth. Well, thank you very much. That gives me confidence. (laughs) (laughs) And my website again is the getunstuckrevolution.com. Thank you for uh, co-hosting with me today. 
Remy, it's my pleasure. Thank you so, so much. And please do check out Remy's website, guys. And for everything that I've got online, please head over to www.excellence-expected.com. And thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Well, well, well. Wow, what a lot of fun that was. I really, really hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did recording it. Now, as ever, please, please, please head on over to excellence-expected.com and by all means, please, please, please leave us a really, really quality review over on iTunes. And don't forget, guys, we thank you so much. And remember, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. Bye-bye.